Hey, thank you for joining us for our very first episode on the 3ND Pod. Today, we make our not-so-early season predictions. We'll start with the Eastern Conference today and unpack more in later episodes. Let's go. out our predictions like i said we're doing very not very late but we're, we're picking up right where the season's at yeah. to make basically our entire season predictions so basically what me and wayne are going to do is from the east and the west we're going to predict when it before the playoff starts who's your eight to one in the mm-hmm. east and the west and then we're basically going to say out of those two conferences Who's making it out? Like, who is the one that's going to come out on top? Um, so what me and Wayne are going to do is I'm going to say mine. Just give a little explanation. We're going to start at the bottom because um, you got to start at the bottom, right? Started from the bottom. Now we I was still hoping not you would. here. <laughs> Shout out Drake. <laughs> All right. Do you want to start east or west? I kind of want to start east because it's just to less get it, interesting. Just to get it out the way. <laughs> And I know okay. that's disrespectful, but I mean, come on. All right. Um, I'll go first. My eighth seed by the end of the season for the East is the Pacers. Ooh. And okay. I actually really loved the Pacers last year. I thought they played really good team ball and just had a solid, just a solid team of guys who just knew how to play. But the reason I'm putting them at eight is because they lost about three to four players from their roster that they had on their team last year Mm -hmm. um, who really contributed. And here's just a list of them. So I'm going to probably spoil his name, but Bogdanovich. Oh, who is now on the jazz. He got signed with the jazz this off season. He had a clutch shot. He had a clutch shot. I think it was two nights ago or last night. Something like that. Yeah. So he contributed 18 points for the Pacers last year. Yeah, Darren Collison, who randomly retired at the end of yeah. the, the NBA season last year, he chipped in 11 points. Tyreek Evans, 11 points. Wes Matthews, 10 points. Thaddeus Young plays, plays with the Bulls now, 12 points. So those don't sound like huge numbers, mm-hmm. but they contribute kind of in the the team scheme of things. And I just don't think they haven't – I think they could be better once Oladipo gets back. Oh, man. Yeah, but – I, I think they're going to drop. They're sitting at number six right now in the East. Has has pulled it up for us. So hey, gang, gang. Um, <coughs> yeah, I don't I don't see them being super competitive uh, in the East, but maybe Oladipo will turn that around. I like them. I I don't wish them the eight seed, but that's where I got them. So all right, so that's your eight seed. That's who I got. My eight seed. I'm going Detroit. I'm going those boys out there in Detroit, and here's why. Number one, Derrick Rose is having himself a little, not like a season where, he, like, before the, the knee injuries and all that stuff, but he's getting back to the old, like, I don't care who's in front of me, either you're getting sauced and I'm scoring on you, mm-hmm. or I'm going in and I'm going to body you all the way up. And, like, that that mindset, Derrick Rose, and that's what I love to see. Plus, you got Blake Griffin. That who's man. coming back, mm-hmm. I think, this week. 
He's he's it, been out at the start of the season. So is it is it this week? This week or sometime really soon. So anyway, yeah. But Blake Griffin coming back, he's a game changer. I mean, you saw what he did with Chris Paul, all that good stuff. It's about to go down over there in Detroit. So I'm liking them at the AC. I don't think they're gonna make a lot of noise. I don't think they're gonna be able to make it past the first round or anything like that. But I give them at least the eighth seed going into the playoffs. I'm gonna be honest with you, Wayne. The Pistons are my least favorite team to watch. <laughs> Why? Like when I turn on League Pass and I see the Pistons playing, it's just watching them is just tough because we kind of live in this like fancy like three point shooting. Yeah, like, they don't do that crossover like all this fancy like fun stuff that we watch, and the Pistons are just like they just bang down low with Drummond and, and mm-hmm. Griffin, and then they have these kind of just subpar guards. With uh, not saying Derrick Rose is subpar, but he's not gonna. He's, he's not, not what he wants. He's was. not gonna move the needle for them no. either. So I just, they feel it feels like the Pistons are in this place where they simply, just are what they are. Yeah, and, they and changing. it's kind of a ticking time bomb to me. Like at some point, it's gonna blow up. Plus, Drummond's a free agent uh, next summer, so I, I can see them, kind of imploding but i kind of agree with you too that they're gonna they're gonna make the playoffs yeah they're they're getting to that they're getting to that hard-nosed like bully you basketball and for those three-point teams that like to shoot they also are not gonna be as strong mentally as the pistons Mm -hmm. and i think that could be what takes them over the hump is like it doesn't matter if you bump us like we're coming back and we're gonna hit you hard we'll be in the paint 90 percent of the game that's fine as long as we go put a hand in your face when you pull that three and get back and run transition with Derrick Rose and Blake Griffin and all that. Like, we're good. Plus, Drummond can actually hit a free throw now. Yes. So it makes Still can't shoot the three, as we saw in the preseason. <laughs> he should stay away from there. He should stay But, you know, away. he's, like, handling the ball and taking it all the way down the court some, some days. Yeah. Reggie Jackson got a stress fracture, so he's going to be out for some time. But I don't think anybody notices Reggie Jackson when he's out there. So I think yeah, it's going to be Yeah, I think right. it's going to be smooth sailing. Um, I don't even have the Pistons in my playoff picture, to be wow. honest with you. But I have the Pacers in mind. Do you? Yeah. Okay, I'm interested to see where you got them. Number seven, the Brooklyn Nets. Ooh. Brooklyn is a weird team because they're waiting for Kevin Durant to come back. So everybody is giving them this like free, almost like a freebie pass this season. It's like. It's pretty much like if it's we'll going to be fun to watch it. Kyrie and the Barclays Center, and it's going to yeah. be you know fun, and maybe Karis Levert takes a leap, and Spencer Dinwiddie comes off the bench, or what, you know they have some pieces around them, but I I don't think again I don't think they're going to do anything crazy. I think number seven is probably a good spot for them, and that's where they're currently listed at um, mm-hmm. today, um, a couple weeks into the season. But yeah, Kyrie's fun to watch. He reminds me of – they remind me of the Rockets right now. <laughs> Why? Because it's uh, – okay, Kyrie handles the ball. Oh. Everybody stand back and watch and wait for him to pass you the ball mm-hmm. and then shoot it. And yeah. that's what <laughs> that's what happens with the Rockets. So, anyways, oh, I got man. Brooklyn number seven rocking it in New York. Okay, so you got Brooklyn seven. All right, this is where I have the Pacers seven. Okay. Not too so far not from too not far too far off, off yeah. from where you were. Like you said, they lost a lot of pieces, but the Pacers still like to me remind me of the Pistons as well of that hard nose. Like 
get after it kind of basketball. Just well coached kind of. Yeah, team. and they're well coached, and then you, you eventually get Oladipo back, and Oladipo is like one of the most ultimate game changers. Period. Yeah. So I feel like that taking them over the hump. Um, which I'm still not sure when he's coming back. I don't either. I get mixed reports all the time. Yeah, but I mean, whenever if if, if it's this season, hopefully, fingers crossed, it should be this season. At I'll some give point. you a handshake if you know who the Pacers mascot is. Like the name? The name or what it is? is it what a, the mascot isn't it like is? A dog or something? Can you look it up for us? I actually don't know. Is it a dog? It's. I feel like usually it's like when some you blue and yellow dog. Usually when you can't like pinpoint an actual mascot. It's some sort of dog. <laughs> yeah. Or boomer. Boomer. What is it? Uh, it looks like a dog. I don't really know what that is. I have no idea. Oh, is it a a cat? Cat. It's got whiskers. It's got whiskers. It's a boomer. The cat. Okay. So maybe boomer's gonna push the needle for the Pacers this year. <laughs> You know what I love? Speaking of mascots, is whenever the mascots interact with like the players, like the that one mascot that likes to pick on Lopez, like every season. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what anybody has to say about it. I absolutely love it, even though it's you, cheesy. How do you like the Lopez brothers being on the same team? Dude, this I didn't year? even I didn't even catch that until I saw. So I was watching a Bucks game, and Brooke Lopez was on the floor, and then I saw Robin Lopez like sitting on the scores table. I was like, hey, they got the same jersey on. Oh, they got the same jersey on. What? And I was like, dude, you got to put them out there at the same time Brooke, see what happens. Brooke looks like this really, like, well-kept guy. And then Robin. <laughs> Robin looks wild. <laughs> he, he looks like he looks like a guy you wouldn't want to, like, run in on the street on. Mm-mm. Not because he's, like, intimidating. Just because, like, he kind of looks goofy. Just, yeah. Yeah, like, pull up a picture of Robin Lopez. Uh, it's the hair, man. It's just it's just not working. It he needs to get that thing. I would, clipped. He should get cornrows. Really? I, you think he, he why not? Some cornrows? See, you wouldn't. Okay, Robin Lopez looks like he works at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> he he looks Yo. like he puts on the Chucky uh the Chuck E. Cheese. Oh hat or the the head you know what i love about robin lopez is he always looks lost like whenever he gets a, a foul called on him he just looks and he's just like you know people look mad he's always angry he's just lost he's just like mouth open just, i don't know what i don't you know what he looks like is those cavemen from the geico commercials he yes that's what he looks like but is it geico or progressive it's, it's geico yes okay it's, so yeah. we've established that robin lopez um Either can work at Chuck E. Cheese or <laughs> could be an actor for the Geico commercials, which oh were some goodness. of my favorite commercials from the past, not going to lie. Yeah, low-key. All right, so that was my number seven was the Pacers. Yep. So, so far I've got Pistons, Pacers, and you have Pacers, Brooklyn. Correct. All right, so who's number six for you? All right, number six, another one of my teams that I don't really like to watch, but I believe in their defense, is the Orlando Magic. Ooh. Um kind of a weird team like i can't trust aaron gordon i'm always like when is he going to take that leap and he never really does he never does but he shows up in a lot of places that people don't see like he's a really good defensive player he he's athletic like he can shoot the three ball when it's going um 
But this team finished, I think, number one or number two in the second, like after the All-Star break last season, Mm -hmm. finished number one or number two in defensive rating. And so if they can keep that energy from the start, I feel like they could fall in this sixth seed. And Markel Fultz is not playing bad, and they promoted him to the starting point guard. Yeah, his shot still looks a little iffy it to me. It still looks really bad, but don't I'm like just it. happy that he's on the court, Yeah, honestly. me too. Um, but I started this team because we're going to talk about bold predictions for who's going to get traded, mm-hmm. uh, who we think is going to get traded. I, this wasn't my pick. This is just kind of a freebie. I think the Magic should consider trading for CP3. Ooh, Why? Okay, so you don't really have DJ Augustine's nice. He's okay. Okay. He's a good backup point guard. But if you add CP3 to that team, like think about it. It's it's in Orlando. It's not like the lime it's not like Miami in Florida. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like the limelight. Like he's kind of going to be in a humble situation, kind of like OKC right now, but with a more promising young core. Yeah. And really going to just put those guys in the right spots and that's what Orlando has been needing for quite a while now is just like a decent point guard. And yes, CP three is old and has a huge contract. I don't know how you're going to, I don't know what you could trade for that. Um, but you would just, that's what you would like. They need somebody like CP three. Yeah. There. I, I still, whether they get CP three or not, I still see them being the six seed, but I feel like they could have a more promising playoff uh, run with him potentially there. So mm-hmm. that's who I got for number six. <clears throat> okay. That's good. Uh, my number six, and I'm going to go with the Miami Heat. And here's why. Mm-hmm. First, they got Jimmy Butler. Did they, they made the playoffs last year, but they were like, what, seven or eight? Did they make the playoffs? Did they? I thought they did. Or was that the year before? Yeah. I don't think they made it last year. Because they gave somebody to run for the yeah, money. Yeah, because that was Dwayne Wade's last season, and they really, oh, yeah, they they really wanted to make the playoffs. Yeah, that's right. They didn't. They didn't do it. So. Okay. Yeah. So I say they make the playoffs this year because they got Jimmy Butler. The only reason I don't put them any higher is because I don't see the pieces around Jimmy Butler being able to keep up with Jimmy Butler. Now, they have um, – they had to ship away uh, – what's his name? Was it Drogic? He's not with them anymore. He is with them. I so thought they the, sent him a to really the weird thing happened in the draft where Woj came out and said uh, Miami sending uh, Drogic to to the Mavs. Yeah, I thought they sent him away. And it for I don't know what happened, but it got vetoed or something went wrong. I don't know what happened. Well, see, this is how but much he's, I but he's still to with the heat. heat. As a matter of fact, okay. he dropped a cool. 25 points on his former see, sons usually, the other night. And so. usually I draft Goran Dragic. I didn't draft him this year. Because I thought he like wasn't. for fantasy? Yeah, for fantasy. Yeah. Which my fantasy basketball team is not doing too good, but we won't talk about that it's any okay. longer. Um, fantasy basketball kind of sucks, to be honest. I just like, because I, I keep up with it. So, like, every day I check my lineup. I, I keep my lineup up more. And, I just, and I'm more of a basketball fan than I'm a football fan, but I keep up more with, with fantasy football. football than I do with basketball. Because fantasy football is like, it's simple. You set it one week and you just let it go. Exactly. Let it rip. Yeah. But fantasy basketball, you got to sit there and you got to keep up with it. Like, if you don't, you're missing out on some serious points for, for sure. sure. But, yeah, I put the Heat number six. Adding Jimmy Butler 
is enough to get them in the playoff run, but I don't think they get past first round. They're anyway. sitting at number three right now. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna. I think they're gonna drop three spots at least and be number six by the end of the season, which isn't terrible. I mean, you're top in the league regardless, but I don't see them going any higher than that or making it past anything in the playoffs past first round. They're gonna period. play tough though. They're gonna be really tough. Yeah, and if you've noticed, some of those teams that may not hit the three ball well, but they play really good defense, are those teams at the bottom of these um, playoff runs. Not just mine, but, like, if you look over, like, teams that play good defense and maybe not so much good offense are those teams that give those top teams a run for their money, which pretty much just gives them good practice for whatever that team is about to go do next because we all know that offensive team is about to beat that team. Right. But And you need stars in the playoffs. Yeah. And unless they go out and get somebody to help. Do we consider help, Jimmy Butler a star? I consider Jimmy Butler a star. What about a superstar? No. Okay. No. I, he, he's a star. Yeah, he's a star. He's not a superstar. He He's enough to go into that Miami team and kind of change that culture around because Jimmy Butler, he may be a star on the court, but he's a superstar off the court, right. as in galvanizing that whole team to play with him. Yeah. Like when they're in practice, all that stuff, calling people out, but he does it in a way that gets them to be better, not in a way that's disrespectful. Yeah. He's a superstar off the court, which is rare. They'll be a tough out. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. So, number five. Number five. I have the Celtics. And I had the Celtics higher, actually. Um, But, as we mentioned earlier. They're 7-1 right now. Gordon Hayward fractured his hand. Yeah. I don't know how much that's going to impact them. I feel like it would impact them pretty significantly because he's been on a tear i was really liking seeing him just thrive again um so this kind of sucks but um yeah i see them taking a little bit of a dip it doesn't mean that i don't think they're they'll play good in the playoffs i think they'll still be a good playoff team but i do see them dropping a five um jason tatum needs to be better yeah they're they're expecting him I think they're expecting him to be the guy. Like they want him to develop into something of a superstar status. He's got the potential to. He's got the potential, but he's but I what hate, I three hate potential. Three years in, and yeah, <laughs> using hate, the word potential, I hate it because you but, know how many times you could use it. A thousand times. Yeah, you could say potential after, like we're still saying potential about Andrew Wiggins. Like, good <laughs> lord, that dude, so, but just won't. He he's doing better this year. It, he's 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 been better this year. But he is. But like I'm just yeah, he, yeah. he could have been there. You man. have to give up on him being like a superstar, and maybe that's yeah. what we'll have to do with Jason Tatum eventually. Is just say yeah. you know what you're not a superstar, but he's he's got tools in the bag. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. got he's got game. And I've seen him like do those things where you're like, oh my gosh, he just where you get that from? Kobe? Where'd you get that from? Michael? Like wh- who's teaching you this? Yes. And then and I've seen moments where he'll like pull up a three for no reason and airball. I'm like, okay, that wasn't smart. Yeah. Like, come on. Well, he thinks he's Kobe. <laughs> Don't we all at some well, point? Because he, d- he, he kind of aspired to be like Kobe. I mean, he's admitted to that, which is why he always does these like jab left, turn around, mm-hmm. fade back, mid range jumpers, but he doesn't hit them <laughs> uh, as much as he should. Yeah. I mean, and Kobe didn't hit them early on in his career. I mean, he had to develop that. So maybe something will change, but, um. Yeah, the the Celtics look good right now, but I think the loss of Hayward is gonna hurt them a little bit. So I got them at five. 
All right. So you got them at five. I'm putting Toronto at five. I like Toronto this year. And I do like Toronto. They're fun to watch. Yeah, because of that boy Siakam. That spicy Siakam. The contract was worth it. Yes. This is one of those cases where you gave him a contract and he was like, bet, I'm about to go live up to that. Right. And he's out there giving everybody the work. So I love um, Siakam. Even though Kyle Lowry just went down with a hand, in, hand injury, I think. Did he? Thumb. Yeah, he just went down like oh, okay. a couple nights ago. I think he's out for two weeks. Does Siakam remind you of anybody? Like another player? I don't know. He's got like a really weird game. It's unique. It's just his. It's j- but it's like it's like all over the place. Like it doesn't look pretty, but you see the numbers and you're like, okay, yeah. He like if you yeah. He kind of reminds me. Now don't take this out of context. He uh-huh. kind of reminds me out of, of Giannis. You know what? I will give you that. A As smaller in, Giannis. he's got those long arms. He can shoot the three ball better than Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have the same athleticism, obviously, as Giannis, but he's got those long arms, can kind of handle the ball on his own, really crafty when he uh, is in the paint. So, yeah, I think if there's one player, it would probably be Giannis that I could, could, could compare him to. Yeah. But he's really living up to this contract. He looks good. Yeah, and I think the fact that you know Kawhi came in, gave him a championship, and then was like, all right, deuces, I think now – Pascal was like, yo, all right, I'm the guy. I'm going to take this team just like Kawhi did, and we're going to do the same thing again. We're going to run it back. So I think Pascal is really stepping into that leadership role, and I think his team will, like, get behind him and be like, all right, if you're doing this, then we all doing this, so let's go. So yeah, I say they galvanize sure. behind Pascal, and they get the five seed, make it interesting. They play together. Yeah. They're like the Pacers almost. Yeah, they play. They just have dudes who kind of know their role. Mm-hmm. And are okay being there. Yeah. Plus, Kyle Lowry has not looked bad to start this season. No. Um, and so he'll pick it right back up once once he's done yeah, that injury. Yeah. Hopefully, he gets back soon. But I like the Raptors. They they look good. Yeah. Um, I have. Where are we at right now? Number four. No matter watchable. Number four. I do have. I have the Heat for number four. I believe Ooh. in them a little bit more than six. Um. Because honestly, I believe in their young guys. Okay, if you haven't seen, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Tyler Hero, this dude can ball. I didn't even have him on my radar for the draft or when he was in college, but he can flat out shoot the three ball. Do you? In college? Has, can you look up where Tyler Hero went to? What what position does he play? Uh, I think he's a shooting guard. Because I'm. I'm sure. Is it that dude from Gonzaga? Uh, maybe it is Gonzaga. Let's see what it says. No, that's not what I'm thinking of. It's uh, Kentucky. Kentucky. He's okay. at Kentucky. But this dude can ball. Um, oh, even I if, know who I'm thinking of. Even if he doesn't show it. out this year, they got a really good piece in him. He actually says that one of the players that he really crafts his game after is Devin Booker. And you know how that's when a smart dude. you know how when the Suns drafted Booker. I think it was like at 11. Like it wasn't a high pick. Booker was also out of Kentucky and was oh, I want to say he was in a six-man role. Booker mm-hmm. was uh cuz he's like playing behind uh Towns and some other dudes. But oh, yeah, but yeah. But Booker kind of caught us by surprise too and he started really showing out. I think it's gonna maybe be a I'm not com- Saying he's going to be Devin Booker like numbers, but 
He looks good. And this guy, Kendrick Nunn, I was telling you about him mm-hmm. earlier. But, yeah, if you haven't seen him either, he's he's putting up good numbers. The Heat know how to develop their players. I like Eric Spolstra. Um, and I think they're just going to be a gritty, tough team, which is why I have them a little higher in the standings. So that's that's who I got for uh, number four. And I also put an asterisk by them because much like the Magic, I think the Heat could trade for a CP3. Hmm. I mean, they kind of need a point no, guard. No, see, you know who I they would... got running point right now? Winslow. Oh, so I mean, he's no. okay there, but that's I not like his Winslow, natural but position. Not that much. If they really wanted to make a decent playoff push, um, I could see them trading for CP3 as well. They talked about even trading for uh, Russell before uh, the Rockets got Westbrook. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, I think they're going to be all right. So. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a good spot. I like that. And if they get like a Chris Paul or anybody like Chris Paul who can just facilitate at least and be a good ball handler and just get the ball to where it needs to be, you got enough pieces on that team to be able to make plays no matter where the ball is. Right. So yeah. I like that. I, okay. Um. So you just did number – Number four. Boy, that was your number four? Mm-hmm. Okay. My number four is going to be the Philadelphia 76ers. And the reason I don't – I mean, I like the 76ers a lot. Um, but I don't know. I just can't put them that high, mainly because, number one, Ben Simmons' jump shot is still <laughs> missing. Like, it is MIA. I, well, I mean, it can be MIA. It, it was never there. So, Hez, can you pull up YouTube and look up highlights oh, of please uh, don't. <laughs> Ben Simmons oh, shooting? please don't. It hurts it's me, man. It, it hurts me. It's, it, it's so like, – it's unorthodox. It now, looks he did hit a three in like preseason. In the preseason, and it was and like it the pinnacle okay. of the Sixer season. But it uh. it looked okay. Like, it didn't look terrible. Like, his form was kind of, you could tell you've been working on it. Has, look up the, yeah, is this the is this the three-pointer, that the <laughs> one he made in the preseason? This is the best thing I've ever seen. No. We don't necessarily, we don't need yeah. volume. Just, but it's like they made... Like he's he's coming up the court. Oh, this is just him shooting three pointers. I think throughout the season. Yeah. But anyways, in preseason, this past preseason, he just, you know, he's he's almost <laughs> backing up. He's backing up, and then finally he uh, nails one, and it's like, oh, fine. Okay, oh, man, his I can't shot. Watch it, dude. I can't. So the form looks horrible, but he's. Around the mark. I mean, he's not, like, hitting the left side of the backboard or anything. But, see, how many times can you be around the mark, like, <laughs> this consistent? Like, what, like, what's going on? If Ben Simmons doesn't get a jump shot or at least attempts, <laughs> we're just watching him throw up half-court heaves. If he doesn't get a jump shot, <laughs> um, oh my goodness, I don't dude. think the Sixers – I think the Sixers either – trade him or or find pieces that fit better around him than having to dish it down to Joel Embiid every single time. Just get a bunch of shooters around Ben Simmons like they did with Giannis. That's what they yeah. did with him, with him. So And so the thing is, the reason I put them not like in the top three is because of Ben Simmons. But the reason I don't put them further than four is because of Joel Embiid. Like that man is almost like Nikola Jokic. Almost. In, t- in terms of, like, being that big guy that everybody just 
rallies around because you know he gets the ball, either he's scoring or he's setting somebody else up to score because they got a double team because he's gonna score if you don't. Right. And so, um, I put Joel Embiid as like the pretty much savior of this team that keeps them in that four spot, and then they'll battle it out with um, um who did I put at five? Uh, I forgot. But is um, Joel Embiid the most entertaining basketball player? Because in you the trust NBA? the process. Is that how he says it? Um, I don't know <laughs> if he even says trust the process anymore. Well, he should because the but process works. But for is him. he the most entertaining dude in the NBA? I would say, I would say, not from like a talent standpoint necessarily, just like his mannerisms. Yeah, I think he is. I would say, yeah. Like, <laughs> like when he got in the fight with Carl Towns Smith. the other night, <laughs> and he goes to the sideline air punching oh. like like he's in a boxing ring. Yeah, like cheering on the philly crowd like the philly loves him like he's made he's made for philly and he yeah. knows it too and i think he said that but i think he's the most entertaining dude out there you know what's crazy when he was coming in from where what did he before he college for all uh, that stuff oh just like looking at him like his body or whatever like dude looks scrawny like, he looked like almost like bowl bowl yeah like scrawny and i was like Ugh, that's tough then this man got to the league and said you know what Put on some pounds, and he didn't even start playing basketball till he was till late. Yeah, till he was in his teens. Yeah, so he was he was late to the to the game, and is still dominating over people who have been in this league or been playing basketball since. So you're saying he kind of rushed the process? He might have rushed the process. Maybe he needs to participate in some more like AAU games to really like <laughs> go go through what everybody else went through, or maybe yeah. just like the YMCA league. Yes, let's throw him in there. That's what I'm saying. During the off season, he needs to go play for the YMCA. I'm down. Yeah, I'll, I'll meet him that. there. You'll meet him there? Uh, I'll just watch, though. Oh. <laughs> I was like, you, you going to meet him there or are you going to meet him there? Like, which one? Right. So, yeah, I got I got 76ers at four. Cool. I got Toronto at three. Oh. Um, I I could say the same things that, that you did. Um, That's why I put it five, Toronto. Okay, I'm here now. Yeah, Toronto's one of those teams that you think, okay, they lost Kawhi Leonard, so that they must suck now. But there was – there was plenty of games that Kawhi sat out last season and they had a really good record with him sitting out and they kept most of their pieces in place. I like Nick nurse. Nick nurse is an entertaining coach. I don't know if you've watched him before, but it's like him and Jim Boylan for the Chicago bulls. They just have the, these fun personalities, but yeah, Nick nurse. Is he the, he's the uh, head coach of the Raptors. Oh, Oh, he's the one that was um in the, in the playoffs. He was making those faces. He has glasses. Yes. Okay. No, nah, okay. Yeah. Yes. I know him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he became like the meme. The meme for yeah. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I like them. I don't think they're going to do anything in the playoffs. I think Siakam is in the playoffs. I think he's going to have some growing pains. And I think those are going to be good for him. And he's going to have to learn how to deal with those and come back next year. But ultimately, I think they need um, another piece, another another trade, another signing. I think Giannis is going to be a free agent. I mean, I don't see those two dudes really working well together, but some like major guard that can really put up numbers to go alongside him, I think would be good. But yeah, they're a solid team. They play well together and I think they're going to be ranked high before the playoffs and then inevitably kind of fall off. Okay. All right. So now is your number three. Tres. Numero tres. All right. So, my number three, I'm going to have to go with them boys over in Boston. 
The boys over in Boston are, I don't think they have any chance of, like, slowing down. As much as we want to say, like, um, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, those guys are not playing up to what they could, I think the way they're running right now with uh, Kimball Walker is fine with me. And I, what I've seen from them so far is enough to believe to make me believe that they could take it to however high they want to. Now, I have them at three only because, like, there's two other teams that I think could really do some damage, and I don't see them overcoming those two teams, period. But I do like um, Kimball Walker a lot, and I think that he not only deserves some recognition, but he's going to take this team to, like, heights that Kyrie couldn't take them mm-hmm. or heights that um, – who was there before? Uh, Kyrie. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, yeah. Which good for Isaiah Thomas, getting yeah. back in and putting up some numbers. It's yeah. good for him. I like Isaiah Thomas, but yeah. What I about like Taco Fall? Bro, I completely forgot about Taco Fall. He's on the Celtics. Yeah. I, I think he's in their G League, but he's he's in their G League affiliate. But Yeah. Um, <laughs> Taco Fall. I don't know anything about how he actually plays, really. Like... I know he's tall. What that's is he? It. Seven six. And that's all you need to know, to be honest. Yeah, he's seven six. I think that was the height of Yao Ming. That's all you need to know. And he's got a great name. I mean, I love tacos, and uh, I, lo- I love love it when I think fall. I'd like to get a taco fall jersey, but I'd like his stomach. last name on the back, not his taco. or his first name on the back, not yeah. his last name. Yeah, I'm completely down for that. So. Taco Fall leading the way to the championship. I'm down for it. Yo, Taco, send me a jersey, cuz. If you ever hear this, I don't think you will, but it's okay. <laughs> he replies to us tonight. <laughs> hey, what's good, homie? I got you. <laughs> number two, I got... Are you finished with your number three? Yeah. Number two, I got Philly. Damn, um, you put them up there. I was telling Hez this earlier today. You've seen Space Jam, right? Yes. You know the Monstars? Mm-hmm. That's who Philly <laughs> reminds me of. <laughs> Has pulled uh, up their uh, pull up their roster. Just be out there stealing talent. <laughs> they got they have dudes who are just big. Ben Simmons is six ten. Joel is somewhere around there. Yeah, they Al got Horford. Uh, Josh Richardson's underrated signing coming from the Heat. Good good defensive player. Um, a name I want people to recognize now because he's going to blow up. Matisse. Thibel. And that's the guy that I wanted the Spurs to draft. Dude, this guy is one of the most Yes. He is a lockdown defender. I don't know where he Because he went plays to he Washington. plays like he plays that's like where Kawhi. Isaiah Thomas went. Where it's defense first and that leads into that really awkward offense, which which is what Kawhi was coming into the NBA. Yes. And then he just developed it and then he is a monster now. He is perfect coming off the bench for them. But yeah, him. Tobias Harris, like, okay, here's one of my favorite names in the NBA. Furkan Korkmaz. <laughs> Why'd you say that with such, like, Can you say that? Dirt? Let me see how you say that. Furkan Korkmaz. 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 I didn't even see the K in there. He's one of my favorite names, but this dude can shoot, y'all. He can shoot the lights out, so... I, I don't know. At least the cork. Philly is huge, and they're not going to be like fun to watch because there's just going to be a lot of fouls called called all the time because nobody can handle them offensively. Yeah. But they don't have shooting. 
They don't have a lot of shooting. They do have Tobias Harris. Though. They lost J.J. Redick. J.J. was pitching in like 18 points um, in the starting lineup. And, and he was that, that clutch shooter that you needed, like that Kyle Korver type right. shooter. And they don't really have that. I mean, if if Furkan can <laughs> save the day, I think he could be the guy maybe. Furkan. No, but I'm serious. Uh, Cork Moss, he's actually really good. But I have them at two instead of one because – I don't believe in their health, especially with Joel Embiid, and so I think they're going to lose a couple games because of that. But I don't think it necessarily matters. But can you say his name one more time? <laughs> Furkan Korkmaz. Korkmaz. Oh my goodness, dude. Where is he from, Hez? Fur- Furkan Korkmaz. Furkan. I think I think he's from Georgia, like the country. Give me a high five if I'm right. Ladies and gentlemen, or if you hear from? a Tur- random... Turkey's from Turkey. Never mind. Oh, okay. Oh, well. I was about to say, if you guys hear a random just in the background, <laughs> you know that he was right. <laughs> but that's how I got it, too. All right. So what is your list from eight to two? Eight Pacers, seven Nets, six Magic, five Celtics, four Heat, three Raptors, two Sixers. Okay. And my list was... Eight, did I put eight? Eight Pistons, seven Pacers, six um, Miami, right? Five Toronto, four 76ers, three Boston, and now I'm at two. Okay. Just making sure I had mm-hmm. all of that correct. Um, there's two teams that I don't think I've said yet. Number one being like Giannis and them boys. And I'm I've been saying that, that your one. number two or your number one. No, that's my number. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just saying like okay, you're saying I'm your just last talking talking out loud. Okay. Um. So. Yeah, they're gonna be my number one, but I'll talk about that later and as to why. But number two, I'm putting. What was it? Yeah, I'm putting Brooklyn. At number two. My goodness. Are you okay? I'm fine. Are you? <laughs> when, I'm fine. When did you make this? No, I've been thinking about this for a while. Okay. I've been thinking about this for a I'm, good while now. So when you when you said I have two more teams left, and you also you already mentioned the Sixers, and I knew the Bucks were going to be left, and you already, you mentioned all these yeah. other, I was like, I didn't write it down he like you did. Say the Nets. Yes. Okay, go ahead. I didn't write it down, but I've been looking at this list just on and off, okay. and it's been fluctuating. But I'm putting the Nets at number two. Wow. Are you? Just wow. go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just kind of baffled. <laughs> I know. And part of the reason I'm putting them at number two, number one, is because of Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. who I think, even though he's not, like, the best leader, per mm-hmm. se, as far as getting the team to play with him, he's a good leader as as far as letting his game speak for itself. As far as, like, you know what he's about as soon as he steps on that court, and everybody better get with it, or else you're going to lose. Right. And I think they have enough pieces around him, like Karis LeVert, Joe Harris, who is who won the three-point contest last season over like Steph Curry and all them. Yeah, he's a great which shooter. Which, when you think about it, you're just like, no, nah, that doesn't mean anything. But Joe Harris is like lights out from behind the arc, which, as we talked about earlier, is where this league is kind of going to. Mm-hmm. And if you can have a guy who can post up in a corner and you can drive and kick, even though it's the drive and kick style, if you know he's going to knock it down when you give it to him, mm-hmm. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing you can do about that. Of course, they get Kevin Durant back at some point, probably next season. That'll be next season. But um, as far as this season goes, 
I mean, I think Kyrie has enough pieces around him, especially in that starting lineup, Jared Allen, um, DeAndre, whenever he decides to show up. Um, uh, he's not. Huh? He was he was the chip in getting Kyrie and Kevin Durant. He's he's still there though. No, I, you're right. Yeah, I'm saying as I thought you were saying like. No, no, I mean whenever he decides to show up and like be DeAndre Jordan. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that's gonna happen. Oh, okay. I think he's past that point. I think all your investment is into Jared Jared Allen, which which isn't bad because Jared Allen is that. He's not as built as DeAndre. He doesn't block the paint like DeAndre, but he's still got that like lanky size. We can use the to be P able word. To, you want to use the P word? No, we're not using the P word. Okay. He has a lot of pizza. Potential. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that he likes to eat on the regular. No. Um, but I like Jared Allen. I like Kyrie. And I like the fact that you have pieces around you to be able to do that driving kick style of play, but it actually be like effective. Because not that only you drive and kick, you can kick it to Karis LeVert. Yeah, he can yeah. knock down the three, but he'll go on the paint and he'll do some work. It's not like they're just one-trick ponies. They have a lot of things they can do that I don't think most of the East is ready to handle. That has to be up to Kyrie, though, because in the small sample of the eight games that have been played, it's pretty much kind of like you were saying, like my way or the highway, but yeah. not in the sense of like mentality, like a, yeah. like a Michael Jordan, but in the sense of like, <laughs> I'm going to get my shot watch me work and he does his thing but it doesn't necessarily lead to wins which is why they have a 500 record right now um so he has to be the one that basically says i i need to be a better distributor i need to get these guys involved um and i don't know if that's going to happen with him or not um but brooklyn's got some really good wings too like torian prince has looked good this year garrett temples looked good this year um they they got some pieces, but heck no, I don't see them at number two. But I, And the only reason I see them at number two is, like you said, because even though it is that my way or the highway type thing, when you step on the floor with Kyrie Irving, he doesn't have to say much. He just has to let his game speak for itself. And those guys around him, I think, give him the best chance to be able for him to play like Kyrie Irving, which is that I still dribble – Kind of like what James Harden does, but on like a smaller scale, because I still think James Harden is the most unguardable player in the league, period. Agreed. With a T behind the D, like period. But it's still that, you know, I still dribble, I still dribble, but he has guys around him yeah. who are like, okay, if he's doing that, I still dribble over here, we need to move around, set screens, do whatever, and kind of do that behind the scenes work like Golden State did with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, where they just, I mean, Steph Curry brought the ball up the court, but he dished it off to Draymond. And he just ran. Mm -hmm. And I think Kyrie gets the ball. He brings up the court. Those guys are just moving around, keeping well, the I defense confused. I think that's confused. what Joe Harris is always doing. He's, he's always, always running, running that baseline, setting screens for whoever, and then leaking out to that yeah. corner. Kyrie drives in, kick, and that's a Joe Harris three. If they make, if they end up the number two seed, can I cook you dinner? Yes. Okay. If you, if you make the two seed, then, um, then I'll cook you dinner. Has just shown me an image of. Deion Waiters was, in fact, suspended 10, ten games. <laughs> Thank you. We don't okay. have to bring that back Can we up. give Deion Waiters an, a nickname? How about, like, the, the Gummy Bear... The Gummy Bear Bandit. Or the Gummy Bear Guru. The Gummy Guru. The Gummy Guru? The Gummy Guru. I like it. Double G. Double G. <laughs> <laughs>
Go ahead and give me your number one win because you already I already know that it's the Bucks. So go ahead yes. and just so play that my out number for me. my number one is the Bucks, and that's because Kawhi Leonard's not in the East anymore to stop Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's pretty much it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, they have Giannis. That's cool, but of course you got those Lopez brothers, and they're no slouch either, like at all. The Lopez brothers are here for a reason. They're here to clog the paint. Mm-hmm. Don't give you much on offense. Well, Brooke Lopez can give you some stuff on offense. Robin Lopez, not so much. He's just a wild man that loves to play defense, literally. Our, our Chuck E. Cheese worker. Yes, our Chuck E. Cheese. Our, per, uh, their caveman. Our caveman Chuck E. Cheese worker. Anyway, um, and I think the addition of Kyle Korver is going to help a lot because, of course, Kyle Korver is lights out from just about anywhere behind the arc. As we saw, I don't know if you – did you watch the game where they, the Bucks played – um, who was it? It was recent. Anyway, was Kyle Korver. Like, game? I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, I was watching on TV. Yeah, I wasn't watching it on the app mm. at all. Um, was it the Clippers? It might have been when Kawhi sat. Yes, that game. I didn't watch that, but. <clears throat> and Kyle Korver, I mean, just reminding us of who he is, pretty much the whole fake sidestep, still pull a three, doesn't matter who's in front of him, like it's. It's Kyle yeah, Korver. And right. so he's got that form on lock. Him and Wes Matthews, too. Yeah. And so I think the um, with the Lopez brothers on the same team now, which is still mind-boggling to me how they allow them to get on the same team. But if it works, it works. N- something needs to be said about that man, Pat Connaughton. Connaughton, Con- yeah. I only call him Connaughton. Shout out to my other podcast that I do, um, David. For some reason, the he plug. calls him the plug. Give him yeah, the plug. Plug him. If you guys want to check out my other podcast, go ahead and look up uh, Entertainment Exchange. You know, <laughs> we get it popping over there sometimes. We kind of lit. Just saying. Anyway, Pat Connaughton. David always calls him Pat Connaughton because we were playing 2K one time, and he was like, oh, it's Pat Connaughton. And I was like, bro, that's Connaughton. He was like, nah, nah, you don't see the extra Connaughton on there or something? I was like, bro, you're stupid. Anyway, so I call him Pat Connaughton. Go back. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you one. Oh, you're good. You're good. Um, I like the way Pat Connaughton plays. I see I called him Connaughton again. Anyway, Connaughton. And I think him, Giannis, the Lopez brothers, Kyle Corvert, like Bledsoe. Bledsoe is ripping through. Like he's like a man on a mission this year. Like he is destroying people left and right. And so I like like those guys. And I like the way that they're playing together. So I say, number one, Giannis. Mainly because who's going to stop Giannis? And his brother's on his team this year. Yes. Yes, Donis. he is. Donis Antetokounmpo. Has, can you go back to Pat Connaughton? Sorry. Pat Connaughton. I just wanted to point out something really interesting. I think I knew this, but he – oh, where did it say this? Oh, yeah. It says uh, plays as shooting guard and baseball player for the Baltimore Orioles organization in minor league baseball. He – when he came out of college, I think he was choosing between like baseball as a career and basketball, and he more so leaned more into basketball. Hmm. And at the combine, he had the the uh, the greatest vertical out of everybody else. This dude can jump. See, a white man can jump. Hey, I mean, not me, but. <laughs> The other ones they put in the work. Yeah, yeah. I like him too, though. I can't jump either. I'm black, so it's okay. Well, my number one's the same as yours. It's the Bucks, and for much of the same reasons. But I want to talk about Giannis just for like a minute. 
Go ahead, preach for him. Giannis. Wow, this this guy is and it's funny because you know how you see great players and and then you start to it's almost like LeBron. Uh insert Hez into the conversation. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hez is a LeBron fan. But you see LeBron on like you've seen him for the past seventeen seasons and he's been incredible. Forget his finals record. He's been incredible. Yeah. And we take it for granted. I'm almost starting to get to like let that be the same way for Giannis. Like, oh, okay, like he's gonna get the ball, take two steps, and stretch out and dunk it from one side of the court to the other. Like, I'm almost taking that for granted. But it is really incredible, like how athletic he is. And I don't think there's really ever been a player like him before. And everybody keeps saying like, oh, when he gets a jump shot, I don't really think he's ever going to get a great jump shot. But I think that's okay. That three ball is working. It's working. It works every now and then. It like works he was like four of seven the other night. It he, works enough for them to respect it. Right. And that's what you really need, which is what like Ben Simmons doesn't have. Yeah. But I heard a really – so one of my favorite podcasts – this is a plug for everybody else. Just don't stop listening to them because <laughs> – they're better than us. But one of my favorite podcasts is No Dunks, and they talk about basketball all the time. But um, one of the guys on there made a really interesting comment, basically saying, what if Giannis developed a skyhook jumper? You know how, like, Kareem, Kareem's skyhook jumper, like, nobody has ever done that like Kareem has before. And he, Kareem had it on lock. Like, he could do it whenever he wanted – and it worked so effectively because Kareem had these long, freakish arms mm-hmm. like Giannis. Like, what if Giannis was five feet within the basket and could develop that kind of sky hook to his game? Imagine that. That would be... That's not... <laughs> that would be crazy, though. I just, like, pictured him I, just doing that yeah, repeatedly. And I know I'm like kind of, like, dreaming, but it's like, dude... That would be unstoppable because his arms be are so long. Yeah, but yeah, the Bucks are a great team, and he's leading the way. Um, but they're not my team coming out the East. Who you got coming out the East? Oh, so they're not your team coming out the East? Oh, okay. So we gave our eight to one predictions, but we have to pick somebody to come out the East. And remember, these guys have to go through a seven-game series and play. Whoever. Potential seven-game yeah, series. Yeah, potential seven-game series. Um, could be shorter than that. Could be 4-0. I got the Knicks coming out. Wow. R.J. Barrett. <laughs> 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 Go ahead, buddy. Morris. All of them. Just bring them on in. No. Um, who do I have coming out of the East? I'm going Milwaukee. Yeah. It's, and, I mean, it's not, not a bad and choice. And not because it's the safe choice, because it is the safe choice, but because I'm still sold on the fact that I don't think there's anybody in the East who can stop Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like, there's no, I don't, I can't see anybody. And with the game on the line in the East, yeah, in the East, who I don't see anybody stopping him for him to come out of the East and be in the final. You talking about that's what you're talking about, right? Well, what the well, yeah, but what did the Raptors do last year? Like, why did he lose that series? Well, that was Kawhi Leonard. Well, yes, but they kind of made a game plan to really just like clog the paint in a lot of ways, which is true. They and did it worked. I mean, yeah, they did to an extent. Yeah. 
But you got to think, as much as they game plan for him, he's going to game plan for them coming back in. Right. And so yeah, you so maybe not an individual defender, but maybe a team's plan to stop. Yeah, him. a team. You, it takes going to take a team to stop Giannis, like right. a whole team effort. But I mean, you send the whole team his way. You got Bledsoe, you got Corver, you got even the low press brothers. You got Brook. If you leave Brook outside on the three point, he'll hit some. Like he can shoot. Robin, no. Every now and then. <laughs> Every now and then he might take one. Have you seen their three point <laughs> celebration? No. <laughs> what I'm, I try to kind of explain this in a way where people listening can visualize it. Yeah. But basically, <laughs> you know how you hold a teacup, <laughs> you know, like, like this, yeah. the Lopez brothers, they hold it like this to where your, th- so your pointer and your thumb are meeting mm-hmm. and you're holding your other three fingers out. Like they're holding a, th- uh, a uh, cup. Yeah. But they just made a three pointer. And so Brooke or Brooke or Robin will take like an imaginary tea bag and dip it in <laughs> and throw it back as they're running to the other side of the court. <laughs> it's my favorite. So they're they're teabagging threes. Yes. <laughs> I bet that's what they call it too. They just look like this a weird group of like it's a weird duo. They're funny, man. They'll just call it whatever. Anyway. Yeah, so who do you have coming out of the East? Philly. Oh. I got Philly. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. Easy there, bud. I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> I have Philly, and I think I have them because I really believe in their defense. Hez, why are you laughing? (laughs) (laughs) Hez says because they're not going to make it. I don't know if you guys heard that, but. Well, we'll see. The shooting is definitely a concern, but I don't know. I just. I know it's not very like logical, but I can just see it happening this year. I really I can. mean, and a lot of there's it's a pre- year for it to happen. A lot of it's predicated on Joel Embiid's health too. Like that's where I'm making this pick from as well. Like in the playoffs, he's going to be right. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Also with the bucks, they lost um, Malcolm, Bro- Malcolm Brogdon in the off season to the Pacers. I think that was a really underrated loss yeah. for a team. Like that dude was the rookie of the year. He had a 50, 40, 90, which for those who don't know basketball, it's 50% field goal, field goal percentage throughout the whole season, 40% from the three point line, which is incredible. And 90% from the free throw line. So there's only a select few that have done that. And he's one of them. Yeah. And he's, putting up like numbers like 25 to 30 points with the Pacers now like I think that's going to be a big loss for them um but who who knows honestly if it wasn't going to be the Sixers it was going to be the Bucks yeah so but I just get that feeling with with the Sixers I feel like that's that's what's going to happen all right guys thank you for listening um to this episode of what, 3 and D the I 3 almost, and D pod the, the 3 and D pod did we forgot. explain the name no, we didn't. I don't think we did. Oh. Well, we can explain it now. Yeah, we can do that now. Okay. It's it's really not that incredible. It's just 3 and D is a type of player that you want on your team, a guy who can make three-pointers and play defense. Like, every team needs those kind of guys. And we're three guys, and uh, we play defense. So. 
No, it just it, honestly it just worked. Three and D, three it's, dudes. It sounded it sounded all right, so we're yeah. rolling with it. Yeah, we're rolling with it. Three and D, yeah. I like it. So that was our episode, um, our first episode. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us. Um, if you want to keep listening to us, make sure you guys um just turn on those post notifications or whatever it is. I don't know how podcast things work, but I know there's a notification thing where it tells you when we drop episodes. Yeah, you can so well, you can follow. Yeah, you follow it, and then it'll right. tell you, hey, this 3ND dropped the episode. So, yeah. yeah, turn that on, whatever that is. And uh, make sure you guys don't miss an episode. Make sure you guys hit us up on our social medias. Um, I am at HatTrickWizzy on Twitter and Instagram. Drew, what you got? I have no <laughs> idea what I am. You don't know who you are? I'll have it prepared for next time. Um, so it's okay. We'll have that for you guys next time. <laughs> and then... yeah. You know what? Just just hit up at Hattrick Wizzy. If you guys got questions, <laughs> anything you want to send, DM me. Um, we'll probably me, we'll probably make maybe a yeah, twi- we'll Twitter site or something at yeah. some point, maybe. So you got a link you can click, we whatever. Instagram. We got Instagram. Yeah, just made one. <laughs> In your mind? No. <laughs> no. Oh, you just made one. Oh, you just made one. Hey. Oh, god dang, Hez. All right, Hez, what's up, man? You ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah. Chill out. Leave some room for us. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. And our page just got taken down. Let's <laughs> put a picture of LeBron up there. We can't have that. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, I know this outro is long, but it's the first one. So we're going to work out the kinks as we go along. Make sure you guys keep listening to us. We're going to try, try and drop these once every week, maybe a little more, just to give you guys a little more content. But until next time, we love y'all. Yes. And also remember that in case you forgot, and moving forward, Dion Waiters will now be considered the gummy <laughs> the guru. <laughs> so just uh, want, wanted to put that out there. And, and that's the uh, title of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> title of the episode, The Gummy Guru. Peace out, good people. Adios. <laughs>